<clears throat> so, welcome back. Uh, it's Financial Therapy with Emmanuel Holloway. Your boy Stephen Newman. Uh, and we're happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, we apologize for it. It's been a, a week, two weeks. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We do this. Uh, we always know it's genuine. A lot of things happening yeah. in between. We do, we, do, we do this out of out of passion and sheer uh, desire. So uh, we know bills don't stop coming in. Happy 2021. Uh, yeah, definitely happy. <laughs> definitely. I, I'm extremely happy, though. Uh, uh, right now, there's a lot of good things that I'm looking forward to sharing with everybody. So nice. um, Start us off, man. Jump into it. I'll jump right into it. I'm going to do this one just because this one is a, a very interesting topic uh i don't know if you saw but it's march madness oh know. yeah i i, I saw uh, yeah there's a lot of upsets but you know past the game uh i want to have a conversation a, a brief conversation around uh the disparity between the budget for f- the women's ncaa oh i did see something about and that. the budget something about for, the locker room or something like that the weight room the weight so room. so to catch y'all up to speed for those who haven't been following but it was trending on Instagram about uh, the girls, the women's, NCAA women's locker room was just a, I'm sorry for laughing, but it's funny because it's disrespectful. It was just a, a tree of weights, barbells. That's what they say. I'm not there. so this Oh, is I, okay. I, I saw the photo, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, here's the women's weight section. Yeah. And then they show like this, the, like the, gymnasium. <laughs> This utopia of weightlifting. Weightlifting. It's like, well, here's the men. I'm so. sure they got weights that they did not use it. <laughs> that was not a good look. It's like, all right. So I'm like, oof, that's bad, right? And then they show, they're like, all right, here's what we're eating. And it was like a TV dinner. And then they show what the men were eating. And it was like a buffet of like, they're going in. So my initial reaction was like, let me reserve judgment as bad as this may look. It's hot. I've, I've seen a lot of comment sections around this. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a hot topic. I, I want to reserve judgment because <laughs> my, my from where I stand, this is just my opinion. Life isn't fair. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It is not. Get over it. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but life isn't fair. So I'm like, but I'm objective as well, okay. right? And so I'm like, all right, well, then let me look at the bottom line because we, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, if it's making money. Oh, okay. That's what we, all right. Just so we clear. Just so we clear. Bottom we, line, we're talking revenue. Income. We're talking yeah. income. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking revenue. We want to make sure that we're bringing more money in any business. We just look at it from a business standpoint. We want to make sure we're making more money than we're spending. You know, finance with we talk about saving. Just like our home finances, we want to make sure. We have more money at the end of the month than we have problems. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, so let me look at the ratings. Mm. Let me look at the ratings. Then let me check the revenue. And because I want to, not say I want to place, I'll find where to blame. Yeah, you, you know what I'm see saying? See what's going on. See, see kicking kick the tire. Kicking the tire. Let's move it's like, around. how do you guys do what you do? How is this running? What's going on? Exactly. Gotcha. And. The ratings of men's basketball to women's basketball is definitely. It's, how bad is it? Is it? It's it's more than double. Oh okay. Yeah, it's almost a quarter. 
And like women's women's ratings and revenue was almost a quarter of what the men's were, right? Okay. But I don't think that little tree of weight room, of weights was a quarter of what <laughs> Yeah, I see what you're saying. That, that's, no, I, I, don't, I don't know enough about a lot of it. I did see the... I saw how people were upset. I think everybody can understand that they need more than a, a barbell tree to sort of work out. <laughs> yeah. I think that's understood. Uh, but I do think it highlights a very important um, an aspect that really is going on throughout all of society. And it's really a economic question of how do we, what do we do with capitalism and socialism? Is what I hear in that again, as you can tell, I haven't played in years. So I'm not saying I'm a basketball expert by any stretch, but what I hear in that is the girls should deserve what the guys deserve is socialism, but the revenue that's brought in. For the guys versus the girls, that comparison is a capital capitalism approach. That is, who's bringing in the money is who is bringing the value. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Socialism says it doesn't matter who's bringing in the money; we're going to share this value. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm not. I don't know where people sit, but it sounds that's what the argument sounds like to me. That's it sounds like there's an underlying economic like debate what about like what we do with profits and losses. That's that's what I hear. Yeah. When I see that whole thing, I I hear profit and loss. Yeah. Women want to share in the profits of the men's game. Yeah. There's no other way around it. You just laid it out. If you're a quarter of the revenue, or I mean, a quarter, you're probably less than a quarter of the revenue, but you're a quarter of the the ratings. The revenue might be even more of a disparity. If you. The men's game is just more popular. It's more advertising, more sponsorship. The revenue that comes from the men's game is probably more than two folds of the women's game. It may be tenfold. Yeah. So then you ask yourself the operative question what's fair? Well, as we, I, you got to ask this question what's the difference between fair and equality? You know what I'm there's, there's a difference. Um. I, it depends on what type of equality. If you're talking about equality of opportunity, I think that's fair. If you're talking about equality in outcome, I don't think that's fair. So I agree. To me, the fact that the women have the opportunity to showcase their game nationally is a fair opportunity because it gives them the chance to expand the reach. Because that's great. <clears throat> if we're talking about a business that is basketball, where does the top line revenue come from? It comes from business dealings. Usually a lot of it is sponsorships. It's a lot of ad-driven uh, model. But it's also based on the overall product of the game. So if people enjoy the product, they tune in more, they tune in more. Uh, ad companies and corporations that want to sell to your customer base will pay more per mm-hmm. click or per minute advertise, whatever the, the, the equation is. But the problem that I see is <clears throat> we have a capitalistic society when it comes to making the money, but we have a socialist approach when it comes to dividing that money up. Yeah. And it's going to lead to a lot of people... Disappointed. Yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't think we've, as a nation we've come to terms uh, with our socialist 
Desires. Desires. I agree. I agree 100%. And, and even in college, right? So, at, shout out Illinois State Redbirds, right? Uh, so, our basketball program was really, really good. That it was. Sad. So, we had a very, very nice arena. And I loved our women's basketball team. Like, I loved them. They, we, we, during the summer, it was us and them. So, we got chance to hang out we would see, like so we built relationships with them so we would come to their games and they had a good fan base but it was it wasn't like ours mm. you know what I'm saying it, it, no knock to them you know what I'm saying but that is that's seen across that's seen across the country you know what I'm saying on 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 maybe some schools are different than others and the reason why I'm saying that is because all right, so in the NCAA, they got to award the same amount of opportunities for scholarship-wise for every program. They got to be the same amount of boys' programs as there is girls' programs. Sometimes it be the exact opposite, though. Sometimes there do be more girls' programs or whatever the case may be. But what I'm saying is this, is that the certain teams have full scholarships and certain teams have more funding, but our team, teams that are successful, are paying for all the other programs. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Well, socialism. Exactly. But Sharing in the profit. Exactly. And I'm not, I don't want to make this gender specific, but you don't hear the other guys' program saying, uh, you guys are making all the money, it should be even. It, it's, they're not saying that. No. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there, there, it's still a cutthroat. And it's a, I think it's a, it's a good conversation to have because you do want to find ways for people to be successful. But I, uh, um, and have opportunities. However, the bottom line is the bottom line. Yes. And if you don't protect that bottom line, there's not going to be any food for anybody. I and I think it's it's a tough position because it's so much money, and we know we we become the more money it is, the more social, the more socialism we we tolerate. So wealthy people. It's acceptable to say they should pay more. What you're really saying is we should be sharing in all the money he made. <laughs> That's a great way of saying that. But the more money that we're talking about, the more socialist we become. Um, the less money we're talking about, the more capitalist we become. So when it's the solo entrepreneur or somebody starting their own business, you got to get it out the mud. What does that mean? Out the mud. That's capitalism, meaning... Nobody's going to share their gains with you. You got to go earn it. And you got to create your own value. And you got to market it. And that's the problem. Protect I, it. I'm not saying that's the problem, but that's the source of, I think, of conflict. Is the men have made the money they've made by capitalist efforts. It is the organization of capital, human capital, which is the basketball players. You have the logistics and all of the facilities and, and scheduling. Like people have to put all this stuff together. Um, the advertising placements, where it's all over the court, on the jerseys, uh, what commercial plays at what time, how much do they pay? Like somebody has put together this entire apparatus and it is a money generating machine. And that is a capitalist formation. Then somebody said, well, y'all making all this money Y'all need to spread the wealth. And that's a socialist idea. Is the, well, it's a socialist idea in the sense of force. Capitalist idea of spreading the wealth is philanthropy. A socialist idea of spreading the wealth is uh, mandated. You're required. 
to give X, Y, and Z. And again, I they probably were disrespected with the the absolutely. Like, absolutely, they, they definitely did. Absolutely, they were disrespected. Yeah, like, they, they got some national they got a Salisbury steak in a TV dinner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It could have been, but again, but it's, it, this is me counting somebody else's pockets, and I don't. And I don't. Do it's like you don't want to do you that. Don't want to do but that. But at the same time, if you're demanding money from another person, you have to sit back and ask yourself, okay. Just because it's something you want doesn't make it fair. So what rules are, again, that's why I said, what rules are we living by? Because it was, capitalism was fine as long as the men were making billions. But it's not fine when the private profit is wanting to be kept in private pockets. Now we got a problem. Now it's like, no, you need to spread this out. Now you got to pay for the swimming, the tennis, the ping pong, you know, all these other programs, which is fine. And then brings in another issue. The very people, capital, that's building this billions, they're not getting paid either. So while you're complaining about a facility, you've got million earning players who aren't touching a dollar of that. To me, that's more egregious than the barbell uh, tree. Now, that's hard to say, but to me, the number one player in the nation like a Zion Williamson not being paid a dime is more egregious than the treatment of the women's game. Just gonna uh, put it out there. It is real. It's, it's more egregious. So it's 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 gonna get. I I think that that in, to me that indecision about how we what society we're living in and what our economic model is is what's causing a lot of pain. And I think the basketball story you brought up is just one highlight of that yeah and so many other but it's so rampant yeah the idea of spending somebody else's money is just it's almost like (laughs) poetic you know what i'm saying like it's almost it's admirable now it's like you're counting the men's pockets my question was always well there's more women than men why aren't women supporting the women's game that's and that's where the point i was going oh okay that's literally the point I was going. Go support them. Go support them. Like literally. That's that's what. Go support if them. I if I had the money, if I was the WBA, uh, college women's basketball, anybody that's got access to millions, I would run a Super Bowl ad that targets and says why women. We stand together, but more of you are watching the Super Bowl than the WNBA. Why? That's a hard... That's a... Why? That's a tough truth. But it's true. Yeah. That's, that's you a gotta serious... You got to pull arm and legs to a, get them to watch the women's game. That's a serious conviction. But they sitting down for the Super Bowl. Why? It's a serious conviction. That's a serious, that's a serious level of conviction. Most when I walk, I run into, I watch more WNBA than they've ever even seen. Yeah. I know who Cynthia Cooper is. <laughs> Tina Thompson. Yeah. Cheryl Swoops. Sue Bird. I know who Cheryl these people Ford. are. Shout out Cheryl Ford. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know who these people are. Yeah. Teresa Witherspoon. Yeah. So, that's how long I've been watching the game. Yeah. Now, granted, my sister Antonia, shout out to Antonia. Yeah, shout out to Antonia. Played overseas. Uh, was a tremendous basketball player. Yeah. 
So it helped, of course, bring me into the game. But every, most of the women I run into have met a woman who played basketball before. It's not the first time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm watching. I've seen more WNBA than you. It's tough to join a battle. Oh, I'm not joining it. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't want that sport. Please, I don't want no, that sport. I'm just saying. It's, it's tough to join a battle halfway through the fight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you could have, you, know, you know, like. I just say stay like, in there. Stay in the ring. Like, you're still in your league. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying like this. All right, so if you if if I saw you start a business, right? Yeah. And you're going up against your competitor, right? And it didn't, I didn't buy nothing from you. I didn't purchase anything from you. I didn't support one. I didn't get you a like, a comment, or anything. And then I'm starting to see you, like, kind of falter towards the competition. Yeah. And then I want to go with you to the courtroom and say, you deserve this. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Are you really helping me? Am I really helping you? It goes back to what you said about Tesla and what yeah. Elon Musk said. Like, if you want to support Tesla... I'm just buy the stock. Buy, yeah, buy a Tesla. Buy yeah. a Tesla. Uh, shout out to Shamal. Yeah, yeah. He's an investor. He said to, the way to support Tesla is not buying a stock, is buying but, a Tesla. Exactly. So the way you support them is go to their games. Yeah. Watch you're not games. an advocate because you put up a social media post that is not fair. Yeah. You're an advocate when you're actually counted in the viewership that goes towards all the revenue and all the money that is the source of the problem in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely. With you. So, I'm with you. That's that's my opinion on that. All right, so moving right along, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. But now we got to give updates on where we are right now. Okay. From the last time, uh, I'll let you go first, man. All right. Um, updates, updates. Uh, it's been a good time. I don't. Uh, it's been a really good time. I'm trying to think, the last time we actually met, it was this year. It was. It was like. You, 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 talk, January, you, you had February? started juicing. You had started uh, the fitness, the boxing. Yep, yep. Ran, so fell off a little bit on the boxing. Ran into my trainer this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where you at? I pity the Literally, at a restaurant. Ran right into. Hey, you? He was eating with his girl. I was like, oh. <laughs> he. He's like, I see you this week. I was like. Hey. <laughs> That's how life be. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so I'm still. And it's not that I've been working out. I've been doing the home workout. So I don't know if you guys have followed, but I got my... Uh, kettlebell. Got my kettlebell. Yeah. Shout out to the kettlebells. Shout out to Kettlebell Nation. I don't even know that's a thing. It's but a thing now. I'm loving it. So I got that. My yoga mat. Uh, so I've been doing home workouts, which has been going well. The juicing has been awesome. Uh, a lot of people reaching out um, with their own juicing journeys or things that they should be doing. Uh, shot my first episode of like um, I guess you can call it a show. It's like a like a pull up actually, kind of like a what Joe Button does when he kind of pulls up on an artist. Mm-hmm. Except for this pull up, people come here and we just kind of talk shop around mm. juicing. Uh, so that um, continuing to support uh, through the Numis Ventures. Uh, so I've added maybe about two or three more companies to that. Uh, so that's been going really well. Uh, the tutoring has been great. Shout out to the kids. <laughs> Always. Uh, improving their math scores, their science scores. 
I've got kids that have just been proven all around uh, and are getting back on track. Uh, so that's been a big source of pain. For the parents out there, you already know, uh, a lot of kids lost ground during quarantine and COVID, uh, especially in math and science. So that's been uh, a huge component of uh, VV and what they're trying to do. Uh, so to be a part of that to help kids catch back up, and in some cases, kids are getting ahead. So I do have some kids that are like in math leagues mm-hmm. and things like that. So we go over that as well. So yeah, that's been um, that's been really cool. That's been about I'll say that that and uh, not really quarantining, trying to have as much fun uh, and praying you don't you know. Absolutely. Catch it. Catch the flu or whatever. Yeah, I feel you. Well, kudos to that. Yeah. Kudos, kudos yeah. to the kids. You know, we love the kids, and that's where I would segue into my situation. Is um, I've been having a very, very busy weekend. Hey, you know, I went on a couple of trips to uh, where we went to first. It was uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, you said Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah. All right. What is that? What part of? Uh, it's close to Knoxville, I think. I would assume. Okay, see, I've never gone to Knoxville. Yeah, Gatlinburg's in the mountains, so it's mm. a lot of it's a lot of pancake houses. Did you just there. like climbed it? <laughs> I do like hiking, but I did not hike. I wanted to. It was raining. Okay. I wanted to, and then they also said there's a lot of bears out there, so they got like I would have went anyway. Uh, that's what I was waiting for you to. Yeah, like, I yeah. definitely would have went. Bears just had to catch me slipping. <laughs> for real, like I was thinking about that earlier today when I was pumping gas. What scared me more than the bear was how gas has been going up. <laughs> We're going to say that conversation for another day. Yeah, we going to say Talking about that the other day. I was like, don't look now, but it's above $3 on that premium. Man, what? Don't look now. I looked over at Unleaded like I really want to. <laughs> yeah, they were saying uh, Americans spend something... A lot of people are you take are using premium that don't need to for the car. So they're saying it was somewhere I, I don't want to quote the number, but it was a very high number of what people are overpaying on gas because they're using premium, mm. not really understanding what all that means. Please do your research. But yeah, but yes, I, I please. I've, I've yeah, you know, as we paying attention. Yeah, like, wait a minute. It used to cost me twenty dollars. Man, what? I used to be get 30 and get out of there. <laughs> I was at 47 today. I was like, woo. And the whole 17. I was, you know how you could leave it and come back and you check it? You like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, came back, checked it. There's a, there's a nice. that double look like Almost a girl walked by. with We hadn't even hit summertime. <laughs> haven't even hit summertime. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> Save that bread if you like to travel. Save Delivery prices bread. went up. It's like, man, you just got to watch the numbers, balance my ledger. But anyway, yeah, so we went to Gatlinburg and went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did good. It was a great learning experience with these kids. Uh, got a chance to spend some time with them. Got to see them grow and develop as human beings. So is it well. a tournament? What, what took so, there, uh, so there's a showcase, right? It's called uh, On the Radar Hoops. It's similar to... I like that name. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so it's a showcase. So it's you go to different cities and you play, and it's kind of like a season, kind of. Yeah. It's, they call them sessions. So I have 
different players on different programs. So when you start doing the sessions, then that's where you're at playing against the top players in the nation. Okay, so you get to see. Yeah, you get to see, see where you are. You get to see where you are. And then, then, then I have some some players who are not at that level that you know just came into the program. So my ones who have been in the program are in these sessions. So that's a blessing when it comes to a business standpoint. Is that the players that have stuck to the plan are prospering. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing really, really good. So it's a really good, you know, it's re- it really good to see. And then I was able to have some real conversations away from basketball with them. That was very, very important. Um, which inspired me to make some really good music, you know. Um, uh, I don't want to put too much of that out there, the conversations that we had, but it was more of uh, being having integrity mm-hmm. as a leader, seeing what that looks like on the basketball court, because I tell them all the time, the basketball game is just a life continuum squeezed into a game clock. Ooh. That's all it is. Hey, yeah, that's a bar right there. It is a bar. Okay. It's it, it squeezed. It be, it's game of runs. It goes up, goes down. You might hit two threes, they, and you know what I'm saying. You're super, super excited. You let your guard down, and they come down, and they gotta he hit put a two piece. Two, bat, 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 dunk on you, steal the ball. You stepped on the line, turn over, three point. Now you only up one, and you're like, what happened? It's like no, you stick to the process. You stick to the plan, and you keep doing that. So these type of conversations was able to influence some really good music that I was able to make. And I did a couple open mics that was that was good. I had one open mic that I really didn't think I did good at. And the reason why is because I didn't I didn't have my stamina. Mm-hmm. And um so that, you know, just like anything, reflect and went back to the lab, learned how to record, you know, differently, make some adjustments and then also learn how to breathe. While I'm making, while I'm while I'm doing it, so it keeps it keeps me sharp when it when I go back to the kids and I have to talk to them about you know adjustments in their lives and leaning into when you're making mistakes. Don't don't shy away from your fear, even though gas is extremely high. Um, and then uh, so business. Last time I spoke to you guys, I was talking about I had an assistant. So one of the things that I learned I had to do was I had to really fine tune what that role look like for that individual you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and they're only going to do what I tell them to do and then if I tell them to do it and they're not able to do it then that's when you got to make an adjustment so I was able to figure out what it is that I wanted and how it was going to operate then I've started able to see where I do need to um, move uh, new opportunities to to make sure the uh, empire or the conglomerate or the organization better words is growing the way it needs to be sufficiently so uh for me is and this will segue into another conversation is for me i want to just do certain things that make me happy you know what i'm saying like as a ceo i believe that's what inspires me as a ceo is you're able to work smarter and not harder because you're able to enjoy what you do I'm still in the phase where I have to do things I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. be able to, to be able to um, be where I desire to be. However, um, it's calculated risk. It's calculated investment. So, investing my time. So, yeah. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about how to invest your time properly. Nice for the future you see what I'm saying like 
it's it's very tough. First of all, we always talk about this. You got to have a purpose. You got to understand what your purpose is. You got to understand your plan. So I've been reading a lot more books. Uh, not going to... You think I should share the book that I showed you earlier today? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, so... Your truth is your truth. Yeah, so one of the things that I desire, and I just be candid and open, is I do desire a healthy relationship with with a queen. You know what I'm saying? My, with a woman, you know? She, like, he's your queen. <laughs> Sorry for the listening. If, if that auto-tune ain't on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to carry We'll lay something over. Yeah. <laughs> Come up with a lower melody, yeah. you know. <laughs> Queen, queen. queen. <laughs> yeah. See, I need to get Steve in the studio so he can at least get in there and just have some fun. No, it's it's fun. Like, I invite people to the studio. It's fun, man. But anyway, reading a book called Open Her Up. Um, and this book is targeted for men to understand the dating process, whether you're single or married. And how to maintain the balance and the spark and the flame in your relationship. Because I would always hit that wall of four months and then it'd be like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Um, and it inspired me to write a couple of a song that I just performed. But that particular book, um, Open Her Up, I, I, su- I suggest if, to uh, my fellas to read that. It's really, really good. I believe it will really help your relationship. And the reason why I'm even bringing this up because a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And um, we were put here, regardless of what your beliefs is, you know what I'm saying? I'm not preaching to you. I like biblical stories because I look at them differently. I, some people look at the Bible as law. I look at it as not a suggestion, but as a philosophy of, let's just say you're a lawyer, right? And you're trying to win a case. You're gonna go back to all of the other cases and try to see what happened. If you're a, if you're a therapist, you're gonna go back to all of the other cases and read and be like, oh. So there's a particular story of Adam and Eve and they say, God, and to me, God is love. You know what I'm saying? So love allows you to operate above certain situations that may bring you down it allows you to support and have empathy when you really need it it allows you to have discipline when you need it um so with that being said as you're building your as an entrepreneur as you're building your kingdom you're tending to the garden like the same way you plant right you're tending to the garden and that wife helps you tend to the garden right like so it will help your situation immensely Mm. you see what i'm saying like a good woman will help your situation immensely so i understand that i'm at a place where i could get a little scatterbrained you know what i'm saying like so that's why Mm -hmm. i run like i can i can get i i like, I could be having so many things going at one time. Ah, okay. Yeah. So many things going on at one time. I will get to it, but it would be nice to have somebody who understands who I am. Mm, okay. And, and understanding my, understands my temperament, understands when I need, you know, 
accountability and also understand when I need just to be like left alone, uh, someone I can vent to and someone who helps me tend to the guard, you know, and that that's a really tricky situation when you're in the age that I'm in at 34 because a lot of the women, they, they have their own stuff going on, you know, so it's a process. So that's what led to, okay, things are going good for the first initial four, you know, four months. And then you start realizing like you're either one person is swaying more to the other way than the, mm-hmm. and, it become, and it becomes difficult. So I highly suggest that book. That's why I'm reading that one. And I'm also reading another one about real estate investing. Um, and then I'm reading a book by Tony Dungy. And I think that's a really, really good one. Right? Tony Dungy, the legend. Yeah, that is a good one. It's called, uh, excuse me, It Escapes Me. But the lesson that I got from that book, and I'm proud to say is, uh, and again, integrity. And he talks, and again, I, I do these things because I'm not perfect and I want to just be better. Um, but he talks about, uh, for example, he gave a story of when he first got to Tampa Bay. He, all his stories talked about resiliency and you know and listening to God. And he he gave a story when he got to Tampa Bay, and he had to change the culture, which is really tough. So if you're out there and you want to you know change your perspective, which I'm always trying to elevate mine, he talks about if you want if if their goal was to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. then they were superficial it was just a superficial goal the goal should have been how are we going to impact this community how are we going to reshape legacies you know and it spoke to what it is that we do when we help people put together you know their ideas and we hold them accountable and then they can go and figure out what works for them um, and it spoke to me on doing the same thing that you know the the this this podcast, the music. You know our our investing. All of those things are just tools for us to to shape what's to come. You know, and we look to the future a lot, uh, but we also have to live in the moment and be happy, and we also got to learn from the past. So. Those are the, the three books that I'm reading. I'm not, I'm not breezing through them as fast as I would like to be. Okay. Um, I'm kind of, and it's not because I'm taking my time with them. It's because I get information from them, and then it just inspires me to write more music. Very nice. And I like I, that. I've been to the studio a number of, numerous amount of times uh, since then, and I've really made some really good music, so I have to... Salute to Reggie for my beat maker, my producer, uh, Safi, my engineer, um, and to my fan base. They've been holding me down. When I went to the open mic the other day, uh, it was I performed uh, Global Warming, a new song, and this, I got a standing ovation from the ladies afterwards. And I haven't, not every show is like that. Like, sometimes I leave like with my tail between my legs, you know, like. <laughs> Not that I did anything bad, it's just, like, I'm sharing my thoughts. I was listening to The Blueprint this morning. Mm. Shout out Jigga. Um, but he talks about, you know... Just my thoughts, man. Just, just my thoughts, man. You know, like, and... Just when, how I was feeling at the time, you know how what I, was I mean? Feeling, that's exactly the line. And, and, and when you record music, 
you understand what he's saying a, a lot more. When you share your thoughts and you feel like they land on deaf ears, when you're doing something that is different and you don't know how it's received. Um, and I'm going to give a uh, shout out to uh, a good friend. Uh, salute to, to Ashley. So I've, I've known her for a while. Um, but um, if, if you're listening, um, I, I support you in whatever decision you make. But we was having a conversation. You called me when I was going into the basketball game about, and salute to Omar. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I know you, you're talking about now. You called me and gave me the feedback of Omar, and I appreciate you, Omar. I don't want to speak for Steve, but no. but we definitely appreciate you. Um, because we were talking about podcast. I was talking about podcasts with her. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we don't, we don't get a chance to podcast enough. You know what I'm saying? This is something we do out of... Like you I was saying, find time for it. Will we find time for it? Something we like to do. We enjoy. Exactly, and that feedback that we got from him was like, okay, this is why we do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's it's not being landed on deaf ears. Somebody's listening. Somebody's listening. And, and somebody's being impacted. Exactly, and our job is to only be truthful and genuine and be your genuine self, period. And it resurrected <coughs> the emotions and the desires to continue to be who we are, you know what I'm saying? So, um, for everybody out there, you never know who's listening, you never know who's watching. Um, so, keep being you, because your, your time comes, you know what I'm saying? Opportunity waits for no man or woman. Um, and if you, when you're prepared for, I'm not even gonna say if, when you're prepared for it, that fulfillment is you can't put a, is you can't put a price on it, you can't even put a value on it. It's like, it's like you're doing what you're put on this earth to do, you know. So happiness, invest in who you are on the inside. We talk about it a lot, but I don't think we could talk about it enough. Talk about what? Happiness? Yeah. Like. Whenever you say that, for some reason, this is Florence the Machine song. Do what? Happiness. It's like a remix. I'll I'll play it for you. Yeah, Shout out to Florence and the Machines. I want to hear that. It's it's just that it's not the song. It's just one line. For some reason, when you say it, I keep hearing it. But I'll I'll play it for you. Yeah, I want to hear that. It's a DJ remix. Yeah, I'm reading. uh, It's funny you said that. I'm reading this. Book by a guy named Profe- uh, goes by Professor Calloway. He's a professor at uh, Stern uh, NYU School of Business, and he's got a book called The Algebra of Happiness. Mm. And I watched one of his talks, Bro. and it was really, really good. I like it because he's straight to the point. The book, the audio book's three and a half hours. Mm. It's a short read. He gets right to the point. Right. He says what he has to say, and he doesn't care about the feelings in in the aftermath. But he's very straightforward. But he was talk. He was talking about um, to your point about opening her up. He said the one thing people. He said especially young people is they think so much about investment. But he's like the biggest investment you're going to make is the partner you're going to choose. That's facts. And he's like that. He's like that. He said you get that wrong, you can forget everything else. 
That's so fast. He said you can forget everything else. So he was saying he was talking about Man. that being first. Um, he pushes back on the mantra of following your passion. Uh, and he says what you should follow is what you're good at. And he said usually what you're good at turns into your passion. <laughs> I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, he's got a few other concepts that kind of challenge the status quo. But it's a really short read. Uh, it's a YouTube uh, interview that kind of sums it up if you don't want to watch that. Uh, but it was pretty interesting. So definitely a really great book. Uh, I would suggest anybody get out there and read it. It also makes me think of The Pursuit of Happiness, which is also a great movie to watch when it comes to that as well. Shout out to Christopher Gardner, my man out the shot. Yeah, so apparently as we're doing this, my phone just got f flooded, so we're just going to continue with Always. the audio. Our video is full right now. We're going to continue. So yeah. uh, that's very interesting. I like the fact that he said to uh, follow what you're good at. That's definitely. Yeah, he said typically when you hear follow your passion, he says usually from someone who's already rich. And he says it's one of the... Uh, he says one of the issues because, of course, there's a million things that go into how you got where you are. And he says also there's a strong tendency to think that what you got was because of your efforts. And he said in reality, everything good that's happened and everything bad that's happened is not totally your fault. Mm. And he said it goes both ways. He said so your success is not really yours and your failures aren't really yours. Really interesting concept. Um, but he, t he goes over a lot of that. But he helps with, I think he helps with clarity because he does, he's not convoluted. It's not, it's not drawn out straight to the point. Mm. It's like, if you don't agree, he's going to be raring in your face about what you disagree about. So I like that because I think challenging gets to the point. Um, but it's really interesting. It's really interesting, his equation on happiness. Um, I guess that's pretty much what everybody's trying to find. Yeah. We out here like Dark Sea looking for the anti-life equation. Shout out to yeah. Justice Lee, Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie's amazing. Yeah, shout out to Justice Lee. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I would say um, another person that recently shared something with me, Michonne. Shout out to my guy, Michonne Pulliam. Uh, had a post on his Instagram about... Um, uh, he's recently married. I say he's within the first two years. And he said something about investing in your wife mm. being the best investment you can make. And he's like, that's really the secret sauce. I believe it. And I was like, it, it just, you know, I was like, I'm not married, but it, you know, it just clicks. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, man, why does that make sense? I believe it. It makes so much sense. I believe it. So, to your point about the, or your question about, uh, investing for the future, like what am I doing? Kind of taking that, taking that approach. I see you too. I see. You. I'm not taking that approach. I'm happy for you, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. So just kind of taking that approach. Um, 
So we went putting the money where everything. We went out. We went out. I'm just telling a little bit about how we went out. Oh yeah, man, it was a good time. A really good time. We went thanks really, to the High Museum. Yeah. Sound table first Fridays. Yeah, it was a really good night. So if you're in the Atlanta area, and, and it's you, the first Friday of the month. First Friday of the month. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Yeah, we went out, had a good time, and I was able to see happy couples, man. You know, even uh, uh, happy people. Yeah, it was good to see that, and I left so inspired. Uh, but yeah, I was I was saying that because you've been act- more active on social media, um, and you could see a genuine happiness and between you and D and it's good man like it's yeah, it's refreshing taking photos it's really interesting that's the most like interaction that I get which is interesting uh, it's not it's kind of counterintuitive it's not in my nature to share I know um, yeah man I'm a mountain in the woods kind of guy <laughs> to say the least um but yeah, I mean, um, so just like she just had, uh, she just did some headshots for uh, the real estate. So I've been about investing in the future. I, I'm down to like, oh, what, what we got to do? What's coming up next? Like, yeah. what do we have to do next? And that approach is, uh, I don't know, you just feel good about helping people. Yeah, read so that. I think that's the genuine thing. Read the book, open her up. All right, I'm about to definitely, check that out. Definitely read that. And I'm going to send you the, uh, the Algebra of Happiness. And I, wanna, I, I think you'll like that. But I don't know. I don't know the equation. Here's what I think it is. Okay. <laughs> I like this. I like this. On air, yeah. 45 minutes in, 55, 46 minutes in, go. <laughs> uh, here's, here's where I think it is. Here's how I'm investing right now. Um, it is... One is a pull between delayed gratification and instant mm-hmm. gratification. I feel that. So one of the hardest things, especially in this moment, is to not get on trend. Um, to not chase the quick return. <laughs> to not, you know what I mean? To not play the high-risk leveraged trader strategy uh, market-wise. And then everything else uh, that's, that I see... Uh, that easy money can lead to yeah. um, cheap money. Shout out to the Fed mm. for that. Um, Give us fourteen hundred megas. The other thing is some some kind of combating against the the idea of loss. So one of the other sources of stress was if I do lose, I have nothing. If I lose, I don't have anything to fall back on. So there's a beauty in that, but there's also stress in that. Um, the self-awareness piece of happiness. So to me, it's the delayed versus the instant. Self-awareness is knowing yourself and how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I am. I will jump off into the deep end, but I don't mind having a little float. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mind having like a little 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 yeah. bar, little, little yeah. float here, a little float here. Yeah, with you. Uh, so that that aspect helped bring a lot of uh, stability, so I can deal with volatility um, when it doesn't risk me going to zero. That's how I learned. 
Um, so the self-awareness piece is hard to say because that's just about me. That's not a general equation. Mm -hmm. um, the financial structure to me is just simple. For me, it has to be simple. Uh, I either have savings or I don't. I either have an emergency fund or I don't. I either am investing or I'm not. So that's the simple... <laughs> I know people are like, oh yeah, yeah, it's that easy. But it, to me, it is that easy. Um, if you notice, I didn't say anything about an amount. I just said whether I was doing it or I wasn't. Either I have it or I don't. So I think getting binary about certain things can lead to happiness. Mm. It feels like it's being too judgmental in the moment, but part of my issue for the equation of happiness, I know this is getting long, was disillusion. Um, and this idea, this gray area of, am I really going for what I want? Am I just in the motion of things I set forth in the past and they're just continuing to run? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I, am I on autopilot or am I consciously making true stride? Um, that shakeup is a good one every now and then to kind of stress test your equation. Because whatever you're doing, to me, it doesn't come from nowhere. Like the mind and the body work in unison in that way. They may work in mystery to you, but it's still in unison. So you're, to me, you're either, and shout out to Marjani, you're either avoiding suffering or you're chasing joy. Mm. So it's like you're doing one of the two things. And everything that I'm doing, it's like, okay, it may have served a purpose at some time. Does it still serve a purpose now? So I, just a lot of stress testing and not trying to get too complex. I'm trying to tell you. That's the, the other part. It's like dumb it down. Because if you, I, if I allow myself, I'll be thinking I'm a PhD in biochemistry and mm -hmm. quantum physics. <laughs> if you lead me to myself, I am certified, qualified, <laughs> like, and bona fide. Tell you, and I'm like, it's very simple. Yeah. What's my income? Subtract my expenses. Do I have anything to save? The answer is yes. Is it actually in the account? And then that's it. That's it. And are you happy? Well, that's just the financial part. The only other part of that there is the relationship part. That's the part where I'm still... Well, of course, I'm still working through the financial part. But I'm definitely... I'm still forging through the relationship part. Because I have a... Uh, I have a tendency, like, I want to do it, but I'm probably not going to show up. So I, had to, I have to get over that. I have to get past that. What do you um, mean? Like, uh, kind of like flaking, really. Because mm. in my mind, like, I want to do it. But in reality, I don't think I really want to do it. But I, I've had a really bad habit of trying to commit because uh, I think I should. Mm. As opposed to then the time comes for the commitment and I'm not following through. So it's a double whammy. It's one, I'm not being true to myself, and two, I'm hurting my reputation at the same time. Mm. So that piece is still in my happiness equation because I think about it. So mm. that's the other thing. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I have no idea what your happiness equation is. Yeah. When you, because uh, I have that same, same thing. Like for example, 
I, I train and I can't make it to every game. Every but you game. want to. But I want to. And then I tell them I'll be there. And sometimes tournaments switch up times, this, that, and the third, or there's something going on, or it's somewhere. And I ask myself, why should I go? Mm. That's a great question. Never dawned on me to ask that. Yeah. That's a really good question. Why should I go? I won't I won't tell you what my answer is because <laughs> Yeah, but that's a good <laughs> I like that a lot. Yo, why should I go? Why should I go? That's a great question. I'm gonna incorporate that. And because I be tired, but we we don't give in the fatigue and I remember telling my players that like we're like Condition as a society to not say that we're tired, but I don't think that's a bad thing. You can be tired, but don't quit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Understand when you're tired, because you will stress yourself out or burn yourself out. That you will. And that's part of my equation is self-awareness of. How am I really feeling at the moment? Multiplied by what will I be feeling in the future equals the decision that I'm going, point. going to make. So that's a really, I, I'll tell you, I, that's a good point because I, I'll tell you that I had a moment like that when I was uh, hanging out with my boys. And then uh, I linked up with Denise shortly after. And I just had more fun linking up with Denise. Yeah. That was really the happiness I was looking for. Yeah. Seeing it, watching her wrap her heart out <laughs> while we driving. <laughs> and it's like, don't get he me wrong. He said she like 21 Savage. I got to hear this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm trying to think of the, the mixtape. Metro Boomer. Shout out to you. <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> Coming out hard. That would be her. That would be her album title. She had one. <laughs> Salute to Denise. She is a true hip hop head. But um, I just remember looking back, it's like man, it's like I had a good time, but I needed to get out with my boys. But it wasn't. I don't know. It was the first time I was thought about it. I was like, you know what? It was okay. Yeah, I, I had an okay time. Like it was cool. But it wasn't, that's what I'm still trying to figure out on the relationship side, mm. is to your point, is because it's, it's a terrible reputation to build, and I know I've built it up, because I'll say yes, knowing I don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's like, it's so hard to fight that yes, you know what I'm saying? Well, at least for me, it's so hard for me to fight that yes, because I want, I feel like I'm letting you down if I tell you no. Mm. And it's hard for me to do that. And I feel you. But it's also leading to anxiety around the event itself or whatever I committed to that yeah. I know in my heart I don't want to do. Uh, judgment. I'm judging myself. I'm judging the other person because I feel like if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have <laughs> this thing. But at the same time, I'm judging myself because I'm like, well, you committed to it. Uh, true commitment is, like my man Inky Johnson says, is staying true to what you said you were going to do long after the feeling you yeah. said it in this past. 
So it's like I'm battling that, but I know it's a, I know it's some, I know there's an equation there. Yeah, and it was one I forget who I got this from, but I would say I would get back to you. Okay. I would definitely get back to you on that. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when when because it feels good. Like we was yesterday at the game. Nah, Saturday. You know, I got some people in town, and I actually plan to go out with them. You know, but I made sure I didn't say the words like "we out tonight." Mm. Leave, leave it open ended. Yeah, like because you boy, when you the good good mood, you will commit you commit so quick. You know, you had a basketball game, and you you know, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 we out, yeah, you going, we going, bro. and then you guys. Yeah. Like, Get out of the car, you tired, you're like, I really just over. I was like, why'd I do this? Yeah, and even like, if you go, you count the time. Counting the time, like I'll be at some open mics and I have to hype myself up because it'd be late. I'll be training all day. I know. And I gotta get out there and I'll be like, man, I just and and then so for me, I would also um try to plan an event that'll speak to that desire to hang out with the people mm-hmm. that I care about earlier. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like we like how we did it. Like how we did our we went out, the high museum. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I don't go out. But it was so far advanced. It's like, hey, here's what's going on. This is what we're gonna do. I was able to mentally prepare myself. That's a good point. For it. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. It was. It, it was show up. You can leave at any time. time. Yeah. Those things, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good. That's a we good point. Can't even really kick it like we used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can't hang out like we used to. Also, no. and it, not to say we want to. For me, it's got to also be beneficial to so many different areas in my life and the people that are involved. Cost benefit always gonna play in your mind. Always. So that's like okay. Yeah. So that that's the part. That's the that's the the finances a work in progress, but so always. is the, the relationship part is really a work in progress. I'm um, I feel like I'm in a much better place from the relationship standpoint, like me and my girl. Uh, but I got work to do when it comes to my guys. My homies around me, uh, business partners. I had a lot of work to do on that side. You ain't the only one, dog. Uh, you are not. So the stay only tuned one. for that for that equation. You are not the only one. I was in a situation, ship, and she asked me, "Did I have any friends?" Now her friend asked her, "Did I have any friends?" Oh, uh, okay. She looked and at the singles. Had, yeah, and I had to really think about it, like. <laughs> I know anybody. Do I know anybody? Like, and I'm like, the only person I talk to consistently is Steve. I consider him my friend. I've told he seen me through the mud. Yeah, as I said, that and like, and, and I got, but I, but, but it I, makes you think. It's it, like, wait, it's like sits you back. Yeah, but you don't feel like it's a problem. Yeah, that you don't I'm with you. You don't feel like it's a problem, and it's like because you're. I'm gonna say I'm constantly working on myself and working on something, and I'm doing right by the people I'm around. You know what I'm saying? And I don't require them to be in my life. No. 
just like I, I reciprocate that same expectation. Like I don't, if you require, but some people aren't like that. Like I will, I have had.